American culture sells us a selfish mindset. Everything from advertisements to social media, this constant woven thread saying, you deserve to be happy, you deserve to feel fulfilled, you deserve, you fill in the blank. But as believers following a savior who is best known for his sacrificial love, how do we then get out of our small scope within our own world and be given vast vision of God's mission to every people and every nation? Today on Bloom, we'll discuss how we can be globally minded and spread the good news of the gospel so we have all of Jesus for all the world. I'm your host, Jen Robinson, for March 4th, 2022. Welcome to Bloom. This is a podcast designed to inspire, encourage, and grow women in their relationship with each other and the Lord. So this is Go Week for Grace Church. Go stands for Global Outreach. And if you're not familiar with it, it's a week where we emphasize our international workers and the amazing things that God is doing all around the world. Now, as I was preparing for this week, I stumbled upon this quote by John Stott, and it's captivated my heart. He said, we must be global Christians with a global vision because our God is a global God. Now, oftentimes when disaster and devastation hit other parts of the world, as we've witnessed in Ukraine these past weeks, we tend to peel ourselves away from our own world context, and we remember that we are part of this greater story that is happening all over the world. Now, as we go about our usual day, you know, we go to work, we're running errands, we're carpooling, soccer practice, laundry, there are people facing extreme adversity and tremendous hardship. And it's in these moments where headlines tug at our heartstrings and we feel these complex dual emotions of both thankfulness and sadness. We've become much more aware of how thankful we are for the simple freedoms and life that we have, but at the very same moment, feelings of sadness for those that are in the midst of crisis. The theme for Go Week this year is all of Jesus for all the world. And I love this theme so much because I believe it's the heartbeat of God for the world to know Jesus. And therefore, it's the reminder that the church has been created to be on the pulse with sharing the message of Jesus and contribute to the mission of the kingdom, bringing all of Jesus to all the world. Jesus said that our mission is to be an Acts 1-8 church. Now, what does that mean to be an Acts 1-8 church? In Acts chapter 1, Jesus is preparing for his ascension back to heaven. And his disciples had witnessed his resurrection and how his prediction became a promise. And they were eager to know if this was, in fact, the time that God was planning to restore the kingdom of Israel. Now, in verses 7 and 8, Jesus responds by saying, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. And so initially, this sounds like a little bit of a disappointing answer. I'm sure it's not what the disciples were anticipating Jesus saying. But then in verse 8, he tells them, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. 
It wasn't time for Christ's millennial kingdom where he would rule over the entire earth from Jerusalem on David's throne. But it was time for the arrival of the Holy Spirit. I love how Dr. Tony Evans writes about this passage. He said the Old Testament had promised the Holy Spirit. Jesus had promised the Holy Spirit. Finally, the Holy Spirit's coming was at hand. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, the disciples would go as Jesus' witnesses to proclaim him and make kingdom disciples in Jerusalem in obedience to the Great Commission. Now from there, the gospel would expand to all Judea and Samaria and then to the ends of the earth. And this kingdom work continues today. As the church goes to the ends of the earth to proclaim King Jesus with kingdom authority in the power of the Holy Spirit. All of Jesus for all the world. It's the message of Christ and it's the mission of the church. You know, many of us won't feel that nudge to the mission field. So for those of us that are not being commissioned overseas, how do we remain globally minded and spread the good news of Jesus to the world? You know, if we're going to have a global mindset, we first must determine what we set our minds on. You know, Colossians 3, 1 says, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. The origin of our actions begins with our mindset. It may sound counterproductive to set our minds on things above, considering that our mission field is here below on earth. But what Christians need to do is fix their minds first on Christ and the kingdom. Because only then are we able to be empowered and led by the Holy Spirit, propelling us into action, advancing His agenda, motivated by His love. This is much more than simply developing a habit of positive thinking. Mission-minded is something entirely different. It's proactively driven by the desire to see God's message of hope extended to all nations, creating disciples of all people. Rather than adopting culture's mindset that teaches us that life is all about us. It's a, a, a fulfilling our needs, satisfying our fleshly cravings. Instead, we're trading that mindset for a renewed understanding that our life is not only not about us, but it's not even our own. We've been bought at a price. And so that means we have been called to fulfill his purposes, and what Romans defines as the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. So, what is your mind set on? Is it set on earthly things, the temporal situations you're in, your own world? Are you fixing your mind on yourself or on him? Jesus' ministry was always about doing the work God called him to do. He said in John 6, 38, For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. If we're going to accomplish the work God has set for us here below, we have to set our minds on things above. In other words, it's not about us. And Jesus was very clear about what we have been called to do. He said, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So first, we are given empowerment by the Holy Spirit, who will renew our minds in Christ, 
So we have now set our minds on him, not on earthly things, not on the things that we desire. Then we will set about to do his work. We will be his witnesses and make disciples. Now the basic biblical meaning of the word witness is someone who sees something amazing or important. The idea of being a witness, however, is not just that you saw something amazing, but that because you saw something amazing, you repeat what you saw. In other words, you share what you witnessed with others. Jesus had shown his disciples the miracles of God, the power and the authority that had been given to him on earth. But they also witnessed Jesus' death and resurrection. He says who he said he is the resurrection, and the life. And the disciples witnessed that. And the good news that we carry is that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. We have received the gift of salvation in Jesus. But how do we become his witnesses? Sina Lau, a woman reaching the world for Christ with her husband's suit, was living in America when God began prompting them to leave their lives of comfort and convenience to respond to the call of sharing the gospel of Jesus to the people living in Cambodia. God gave her a word from Romans 10, 13, and 14 that says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? Because people matter to God, they matter to us. I want us to take a couple of minutes to hear from some key leaders in the Alliance family. Tim Meyer, Vice President for Development, and Tim Crouch, the Vice President for Alliance Missions. Take a listen. A hallmark of Alliance Churches is that we take time every year to emphasize missions. And this year's theme is connected to our vision statement, All of Jesus for All the World. It's essentially a call back to the basics of what Jesus is about in this world and how we participate in that activity. When we look at that familiar passage, Matthew 28, the Great Commission, we see the word all show up four different times for four important reasons. When we think about the uses of the word all in those verses, what jumps out at you? Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. And at the end, he said, and I'm with you always. All authority, always. This reminds us that the era of the Great Commission was what Jesus was opening up when he spoke to his disciples. And it reminds us that we still live in that era. The second two uses of the word all are about all the nations, all the peoples, to whom God calls us, and he asks us to make disciples who obey all that he commands, real committed disciples of Jesus amongst all the peoples of the world. Now, we still live in that same Great Commission age. It's the same person, Jesus, uh, with the same purpose of seeing these disciples made. But in each chapter of this Great Commission era, what ministry needs to look like can change. When we think of those peoples of the world, We want to remember that the least reached are least reached because it's hard to reach them. 
today, if we want to make disciples amongst the nations, we probably had better come to serve. We had better come to help communities and to lean into what they perceive the real needs to be. And as bridges of trust are built that can support the weight of truth, we are able to make disciples, multiply disciples, and see the church multiplied so that, like us, uh, new believers in Jesus become those who turn around and take the gospel still further. This is what Jesus is asking us to do in this part of the era where we live. There's one more all that doesn't show up explicitly in the text, but it's inferred, and its meaning is very important because it prompts a response from us. At the beginning of the passage, Jesus called the disciples together for what he wanted to say. And we're told there that not all of them, when they gathered, believed. Well, the resurrected Jesus is standing there. It's not that they didn't believe he'd come alive from the dead. Acts chapter 1 tells us that some of them asked, is this the time you're going to set up your kingdom? And Jesus was saying, no, I'm introducing a new era that's about all peoples of earth having the opportunity to hear this good news. It's because we live in that era that we've received the gospel, the good news, the transforming power of what Jesus has done in our lives. And it's because we live in that era that he wants to use us to take it still further. So let's lean into that what if question together. What if more of us engaged? What if more of our lives were surrendered to Jesus? What if the passion for missions was stirred up in us? We know the answer. More missionaries are sent, more churches are planted, more people come to know Jesus. So let's lean into this what if as an Alliance family throughout this year, as we emphasize missions activity in our churches. And thanks for doing it. Thanks for taking the time and all the expressions that it will take from small groups to big services to emphasize the work of Jesus in the world. When the Alliance family leans in together, things happen because Jesus is in our midst and we're expectant to see what he'll do again. If you feel God nudging you to go, don't ignore that prompting. God stirs each of us in different ways. And even if you don't feel compelled to travel to the ends of the earth, you still have a part to play. Our missionaries need support, both financially and spiritually. I would encourage you to commit to furthering the kingdom of God by sending someone to go. There is a verse in the book of Isaiah that says, Here I am, send me. If God is not sending you, help send someone else. And then cover them in prayer. Pray for their provision, their protection, and for the impact as they share all of Jesus for all the world. Yeah.
song you just heard is called, appropriately, All of Jesus for All the World. And it's by Alliance Worship. You can download it on Apple Music and Spotify. Thanks for tuning into Bloom today. I hope Go Week encourages you to be kingdom-minded and to be Jesus' witnesses wherever you go. Keep growing, and God bless. You're stronger, you're